Welcome everyone to the Keystone Connection Podcast, where we are here to discuss only the most important topics in this wide world of sport that we live in. This is Vince from the Steel City, she's Pam from the City of Brotherly Love, and believe it or not, we are still married. It's East meets West, so let's get right to it. We are back. August 17th, 2018, the Keystone Connection Podcast has returned for an outstanding special episode here today. We are going to be breaking down camp. Camp has been going on in the month of August here for the Steelers, for the Pitt Panthers. We're going to be breaking this all down as part of a a special return series of... uh, specific specialty podcast we have lined up for you here to close out the month of August going into September. We're going to be discussing camp this podcast and make sure that you're on the lookout uh, for our our, our, uh, upcoming ones. We're going to be talking about uh, the baseball season. It is winding down here. The Pirates look like they're sliding. The Phillies are trying to hold on to a playoff berth. There's a whole lot of hope there. We're going to be talking about that. Of course, we're going to be talking about our, our pit and college football season preview. We're going to be talking about our Steelers and NFL season preview. And just recently announced, and we have we almost had an emergency podcast because of this, the rivalry is back. The Tennessee Lady Volunteers are going to be taking on the Connecticut Huskies in 2019. 2020, 2020, 2019 season. 2020. Yeah. Mark your calendars. It's going to be a a huge clash. So we're going to be talking about that. And once we get those out of the way and we get into the month of September, we're going to have our our, uh, regularly scheduled program with with a brand new format all lined up uh, for everybody, all the fans. So make sure if you haven't done so yet, you hit that subscribe button on iTunes or whatever podcast application you may have uh, so that you automatically get these podcasts downloaded to the device of your choice 100% free of charge. That is the best way to do it. Uh, And so I think we're ready to start here. We're going to start talking about the Steelers training camp. uh, But I think before we do that, we got to get, we got to address the elephant in the room. We got to get this out of the way, there's been a lot of rumor and innuendo, so I'm going to clear it up right now. We are still married. That so, yeah. Everybody thought, you know, a lot of speculation that you know that's why the <laughs> podcast was on hiatus 
for the summer. But that's not true. We're, we're still married and, and proud of it. We were traveling the globe together. We were, we were enjoying so much time together. We didn't have, you know. We were, but we were still thinking about what we were Oh, we were hashing things out yeah. all the time. It, it's getting real serious, and it's getting serious here. Uh, as summer is coming to a close, August is coming to a close. Uh, the Steelers, they were at Latrobe, St. Vincent College, and now they are back on the south side here. Uh, last night, they just had their second preseason game against the Green Bay Packers. Last week, they had a preseason game, the first one against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so let's go over those two games first. Uh, what stood out to you? Uh, anything that should be uh, of note here? Uh, I think the biggest thing is relatively everyone's pretty healthy. They had that yeah. scare with Ben falling down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how big Ben falling down. I guess Somebody only... stepped on his foot from what I heard. No, I thought... Marcus Gilbert ran into him. Someone blocked someone in well, yeah, Marcus that, Gilbert. Yeah, okay. he, he stepped on his foot. So, but he's fine. Yeah, he did course. not have a concussion. From yeah, what but I was he was told. in the protocol. Ramon Foster really early on in camp went down, which yeah. looked very serious. But it's believe, he's be, the only one, I believe. And he's going to be back four yeah. to six weeks. Yeah. Antonio Brown, uh, that some was suspicious, weird. some uh, suspicious or mysterious uh, leg injuries. We have not seen him yet in in the preseason. And I'm okay with that. Let, let's make sure it, it heals up, you know, whatever it is, some sort of leg or thigh injury. And uh, Bell's not here, but we Bell don't need still to talk not about here that we, either. Yeah. Uh, but that's my that, biggest yeah, takeaway is yeah, knock just, on wood, knock on all pieces of wood you have. But uh, I would say health is yeah, the biggest just, thing. Yeah, just relative bumps and bruises. Um, and, you know, with, with Ben, he has not played. So we've How's T.J. Watt? Sorry to interrupt Yeah, you. he hasn't been playing either. Uh, I guess... Um, uh, Bud Dupree was also injured, um, you know, but he was back. He played last yeah, night. Yeah, he played last night. He did not play in the first game. He had a sack. Um, so, you know, relatively good health. Uh, we've we've looked at these. Uh, uh, with Ben not playing, we've got an excellent look at this quarterback situation. Um, you know, Landry Jones, a lot of time in the first game, uh, but none in the second game. And that's really what I want to focus on right here is that we had an excellent look at Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs here. Uh, despite how they played, I think it's, you know, everybody assumes Josh Dobbs is going to get cut. Is, is that what you think? I do. I actually, I understand why they have to, they have to keep Landry Jones. Yeah. But I would have loved to see them keep Dobbs and Rudolph. But they have to keep Landry Jones. He's not good. But he knows the offense inside and out for a half. Like, he's serviceable. Yeah. Um, Mason Rudolph started very shaky with that pick six. But then he settled in eventually he, last he night. He did not look comfortable, I guess is maybe how yeah, I would say but it. He, uh, not on the same page with receivers. But um, he's also a rookie, he, too. He is. He is. Uh, and Josh Dobbs, I'm sorry. I, I don't, you know, he, he, he hasn't. Done anything to, to he win did the better job? In the first game, he, he yeah, and and you know he had some excellent touchdown passes uh, to my man James Washington, who I want to talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, m- maybe he'll be signed to the practice squad That'd if be he, if he great. clears clears waivers. I think that would be an excellent thing. Um, but your guy Washington, listeners, I will say. My husband has been on James Washington for three years now. Yeah. He was 
elated when they drafted him. You probably would have taken him in the first round. Yeah, I I, I really would have. Uh, this guy has all the talent in the world. Uh, you know, if you talk about receivers, uh, receiving cores in this league, if you're looking at a top three receivers, uh, James Washington, you know, if, if he continues on this path, that is a pretty good number three wide receiver. I don't think you're going to find another team in the league with a better number three wide receiver. Or a better number two, honestly. Yeah, Juju. Juju he's looked, at, he's looked oh. outstanding so far. Um, and then, you know, we still have yet to see Brown, but we know what he can do. Uh, so, you know, this passing t- attack is going to be dangerous. It's going to be very dangerous. Um, but And they have they have a lot of receivers that are in the mix here. Um, uh, Eli Rogers, he was signed, uh, but still on the pup list. Uh, of course, you got Darius Hayward Bay. He's going to uh, make who's, it. Who's going to make it for special teams purposes. But uh, the camp star is... Damon Patterson, yeah, everyone's favorite because yeah. of his backflip he did. In yeah, the first he, game. this guy looks like he's got some some talent. Uh, you got Justin Hunter, who's left on the team from last year. I don't know if he's going to make it. I think he's going to get cut. Honestly, I think they're going to keep Marcus Tucker over him. Marcus Tucker. Oh, Marcus Tucker. Marcus Tucker was on the practice squad um, last year. They signed him in November, and then they offered him like a non-guaranteed contract roster spot situation here. So I honestly think when Justin Hunter was brought in, people were really high, a big, big pass catcher for Ben. And he has not lived up. We kind of see why he kind of fizzled out. Where was he? Tennessee, I guess, before he came here. And that didn't work out. He's just not that good. No. Um, And he passes like what the, uh, what do they say? The eye test, you know, he's got the look, but not the, not the capability. So I think they're going to keep Marcus Tucker, over Justin Hunter. I think Justin Hunter is going to be the last man out. And unfortunately, Quadri Henderson really isn't going to make the team. The fact that, you know, in the first half, at least, they did not give this man an opportunity to return any kicks. So they must, they must not feel that good about him. Uh, So it's not looking good for him right now. I think he would have to have a pretty spectacular uh, final couple preseason games in order to make the squad. Uh, So you're looking at Brian, you're looking at Juju, you're looking at Washington. You're looking at Hayward Bay. I'm guessing there's going to be two more spots, and you're telling me right now it's going to be Patterson and Tucker. And, yeah. and Eli, Rogers, Eli Rogers, I suppose he could be put on midseason IR. Yeah, and then ready. they're going to do – they may do something with Eli where they bring him up whenever he's ready and then have uh, Marcus Tucker or Patterson on the practice squad. Yeah. And Patterson's looked good. Mm-hmm. It looks like he can, you know, be a, a contributor. Uh, we'll, we'll see what it looks like in a, a real game situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to see him there because that has been something that's plagued the, uh, the Steelers a little bit. Um, you know, they've had an excellent one and two, but, you know, that third guy has not had that punch that they've needed. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they have that right now. Um, uh, the offensive line... You know that you know their starters are pretty well solid. Uh, oh, BJ Finney got hurt. BJ Finney is hurt, um, but I would imagine he's still going to make the squad because he's got a lot of position versatility, uh, which we respect. Um, and uh, before we move over to the, the defense here, uh, unless you have any other um, interesting notes, uh, I want to talk about James Conner. How great talk, he looked! That's exactly last right. Night. He looked tremendous last night. Uh, you know. James Conner's my favorite NFL player, favorite pit player, 
alumni he's my favorite in life so i'm so happy he has sealed up this number two running back spot and honestly if depending on when bell comes back he may start week one james connor and i could not be happy yeah and i'm not saying that you know i'm not getting excited over a preseason game i don't do that but he looked he looked fast and he looked he looks he he looks like he's in excellent shape and it's probably the first time in a long time he hasn't been hurt uh, and he hasn't been dealing with chemo or anything like that where he's actually been able to focus on getting his body uh, uh, ready to play. And, and, and I'm excited to see what this guy can do. You know, Bell is an excellent running back. You know, he's going to be getting the majority of your carries, not, not just because of how good of a runner he is, but he's also an excellent, excellent blocker. blocker, excellent pass catcher. You know, James Conner probably not there yet in those departments. But in terms of carrying the football, I think he can be just as good, if not better. Yeah, and I, I think Connor really, in spots we saw him last year, not too often, then he ended up getting hurt. His blocking really needed to work on. But I noticed last night when we were watching the game how thin he looked. But uh, I think, I honestly think, it, looking at this running back core, Stephen Ridley's going to be the odd man out. Last night, they Connor looked great uh, following those big men up front, seeing those holes. And then Toussaint uh, got a lot of carries. And then Jalen Samuels, everyone's real high on him, a draft pick yeah. out of NC State. So, obviously, they're going to keep Rosie Nix. I think uh, Stephen Ridley's not going to make the team. I think they're going to pick Toussaint over him. Yeah, I think so, especially since they were giving Toussaint some uh, kick-returning responsibilities. Yes. Uh, so, that, that seems like what's going to happen there. Um, on the defensive side of the ball... Uh, I think the de- defensive line, I think that's pretty well set uh, w- with what they have there. Uh, you know, they got three, you know, got three uh, stud players up front. They've gotten some decent uh, depth there. I like McCullers has been getting a lot of burn here in the uh, preseason. I thought he's looked pretty good. He was squashing mm-hmm. a man last night. Yeah. W- which is good. But linebacker, th- this, this quagmire, I just cannot... Uh, you know, uh, get my head around here. Um, I'm getting a little nervous. You know, if there's one position on this team that that I am nervous about, it's this inside linebacker position. And is that Bostic or that, is he outside? That is Bostic. Bostic they that is him Vince from... Williams. Um, I just don't know. And Bostic missed a few tackles last yeah. night. He's usually a pretty good tackler. Bostic came over from Indianapolis, kind of bounced around a little bit. Um, I think. I think they just got to, especially Bostic tackle. The one thing to think about, um, people are very nervous about the linebacker, and they should be. However, Cam Hayward didn't play last night. TJ Watt's still hurt, so they don't have all their their arsenal out there, but I think they just need to be more fundamentally sound, too. Well, that would help some well, of their issues. You're right, and, and, out, and you know, outside, I, I don't have much worry at all. You know, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, I think these guys are going to be coming into their own here. And T.J. Watt can cover yeah. up the field, too. you, you got to like what you're seeing from some of these these younger guys. I'm a, I was in, in the first game, I was very impressed by Farrington Huguenin. I thought he had an excellent game. I'm hoping he makes the squad. And then in the second game, uh, this Adonaye. Yeah, people are no, high. Number 92. Yeah, I, I thought he played an excellent game last night against Green Bay. So, 
you know, maybe those guys are going to make, uh, and then you have Chicolo. I would assume he's probably going to make the team. Um, but what's going to happen in that middle there? You know, they just, unless this Bostic really comes out and, and you know, plays ex- exceptionally well, I think they're, I think they're going to struggle against the pass and they're going to have to hope that, you know, these other guys can tackle or maybe, or get to the quarterback at least, or maybe uh, somebody like Edmonds is going to be playing more in that role or Sean Davis is going to be playing more in that role. And that's the thing. Their defensive backs is a lot deeper than it has been in recent years. So that will help, I think, because you do have the capabilities of moving Edmonds up or moving Davis up and kind of in a flex or whatever they call it in this sport position. They kind of do both so i think that's gonna help them um because they signed morgan burnett from green bay they have edmonds uh joe yeah, hayden burnett's another guy that could play in the box mm-hmm. joe hayden's done really well this camp um sean davis is a year, year Artie older Burns. Artie Burns. Uh, uh, yeah, uh mike, mike hilton he he had an excellent year last year they he just has a knack for you know some timely blitzes uh, but so it looks like they got some horses there. I think they're going to have to play more with some of those guys mm-hmm. in. Get creative. Uh, yeah, they're going to be more sub packages with extra defensive backs. That's at least what I would do, um, because I I do not you know, ro- uh, as far as Vince Williams and, and John Bostic roaming the field in the in the middle of that uh, defense, I, I just don't have a lot of confidence right now with what I'm seeing. I agree with you on that. Yeah, it, it's. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, now, of course, right now, you know, there's no game planning. You know, they're not going to show a whole lot. Um, and, and when they do, uh, you know, there's not going to be anything exotic blitzes. That They're not going to show maybe any uh, different sub packages. It's going to be mostly base. Uh, so, you know, we'll see when, it, uh, when the regular season starts. The first game against the bronze and a lot of hype around that team. You know, with a lot of interesting pieces, life. a lot of interesting pieces coming together, and um, we'll be breaking that all down on uh, on future episodes. Make sure you look you're looking for that uh, Steelers NFL preview coming up uh, in the next week or so. Next few weeks, it's going to be right before the season starts. Right before the season starts. Make sure you're, you're keeping an eye out for that. Uh, we're going to switch from one side of the South Side facility to the other. And we're going to talk about the Pitt Panthers. Uh, a lot of optimism. Uh, Coach has had a lot of good stuff to say about this ball club. Um, no r- real bad news to speak of, similar to the Steelers. Uh, you know, no. Didn't you say someone got hurt the other day? Well, uh, to- oh, Todd, uh, Todd Sibley, Sibley, the running back, uh, some rumors that he's going to have some sort of surgery. But uh, Coach has not said that there's anybody out for the year or anything like that. Uh, Media personnel that have seen some of the limited windows have noted that there's not many guys, you know, standing off to the side. So we're, we're relatively healthy there, uh, and we're certainly thankful for that. Um, but you got a lot of a lot of optimism around this ball club uh, right now, uh, and and I think a lot of it, you know, certainly has to do with the quarterback. But I want to talk about the defense here. Um, you hear a lot of good stuff coming about these guys it coach has been talking about finally he feels like he has a quality too deep you know 22 to 26 guys that he feels comfortable playing on defense and that's huge because it seems like in the past uh since he's been here you know they they've been struggling to find 11 
Yeah. And everyone, there's been a lot of hype around the defense. Some opposing team coaches have said a lot of this defense reminds them of Narduzzi's defenses at Michigan State, which had those big guys. There's talk about Paris Ford. There's a lot of hype. To me, with this team, it all comes back to how tough their schedule is this year. Oh, no, there's no doubt about that. It, it, it is a, a challenging schedule. They're going to be tested early. They're going to be tested often. But uh, if you got a quality defense, that'll be able to keep you in these games. Yeah, and that's where, in the years past, they could not even compete in some games because the defense just let it out it of control so bad. Yeah. too much. Um, but, you know, um, and to strengthen the defense, they just switched uh, Chase Pine from linebacker to edge rusher. Yeah, if you talk about uh, a position maybe that they have, uh, you know, maybe not as many guys. It's probably defensive end. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they feel pretty confident uh, in in Rashad Weaver and um, uh, Dwayne Hendricks as your two starting defensive ends. Patrick Jones had an excellent spring camp. Uh, people were excited about him. James Folston, uh, it, it kind of undersized, maybe a little bit of a role player. But then they've been trying some other guys out. Chase Pine, he could be uh, a tremendous edge rusher. Uh, in the, in there, and I think they're going to deploy him in some packages. And they've also uh, been trying Kayshawn Camp, mm-hmm. uh, defensive tackle. Uh, he slimmed down a little bit, and he's been playing uh, on the outside. Now, let me ask you this: We talked about our concern with the Steelers inside linebackers and that mm-hmm. that crew. What about flip it over to Pitt and their inside linebackers, and actually the linebacking core in general? Well, well. Uh, people were very optimistic about these guys. Uh, Quentin Reginus, uh, a lot of hype around this dude. They were certainly missing a presence in the middle last year. What was he suspended? Like four games last he year? He was suspended. Then he got hurt? Uh, yeah, then he was, uh, I think maybe two or three games, and then he got hurt and he was out for the year. Uh, you know, they're talking up that this guy could play in the NFL. Wow. They think he's that good. And then Adowu, too. Yeah, he, he's been playing excellent. Uh, we'll see on the outside, you know, uh, guys like Zeiss and Brightwell's going to be moving back outside. Um, I guess I feel fairly confident. I feel fairly confident in those guys. Um, but I think you may, if you're talking about one area of concern, I think, you know, this, I'm not necessarily worried about the secondary, but these guys got to prove that they're, they, young. That they're good. They got to prove that they're, that they're good enough. Um, you know, uh, you got a guy like, like DeMar Hamlin, uh, playing safety. He's been hurt a lot of his career, but he's finally ready to play. Um, you got a guy like Phil Campbell who played a lot towards the end of last year. Is he finally ready to play? You you got some young cornerbacks to go along with Dane Jackson. Are these guys ready? Do they have the technique? You know, we, we've constantly seen these guys get beat over the top. And, you know, they're not in position to, to swat the ball down. They're not locating the football. they got to be ready to do that. You know, I, I feel confident that they can do it. Uh, but we got to see it. they got to prove that they can do it. Especially if the guys up front are able to get some pressure. That takes some pressure off yeah, them. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm very excited about this defensive line. Uh, specifically the interior. You know, I, I, I have high hopes for these outside guys. But these... These interior guys, it looks like that they are just going to have, you know, rolling with four or six wrecking balls 
in there to just go and, and blast people. This Jalen Twyman, I've been hearing a lot of hype around him. He has been training with Aaron Donald during his holdout. Uh, he has really transformed his body. He's been watching his nutrition. And he is, he, they're saying that he has that kind of quickness is, that Aaron Donald Didn't had. they recruit him as an O-lineman? Or no, 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 he was a no? defensive okay. lineman. But he, you know, he looked like an offensive lineman. Okay, line. maybe that's why. He was a big you know, guy. He, he was, you know, he, he, had, he just had too much bad weight. And now, and now he's ready to go. Uh, so there's a lot of hype around this defense. I think you're going to see a lot of interesting, uh, maybe sub-package combinations. Somebody like Paris Ford, who knows where this guy is going to line up. Uh, they have him playing cornerback, um, but you know they're going to, if he can, they're going to find a way to get him on the football field, and maybe even on offense as well. Yeah. Uh, we've been hearing that uh, at the receiver who, position. Who's going to return punts and kicks for well, right now? Per, uh, Paris Ford. Okay. Is is uh, it looks like he's going to be the the main return man. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know if he's going to do both, but I know he is out there uh, at the receiver position. Uh, just today announced to Cedar Mac, a transfer from yeah. Indiana, got uh, clearing from the NCAA to be immediately eligible. That's I. That might be the best news this team's received in months because that receiver core, just to get some guy with some experience. It, the experience Oof. will help. Uh, you know, if you look at these receivers, I think at the beginning of the uh, of the camp. This was probably the most concerning position. This and offensive line were probably the most concerning mm-hmm. positions. Um, you know, you had guys like like Aaron Matthews and Maurice French. You know, Trey Tipton. Are these guys going to be good enough playmakers? You know, it, it, when your most you know secure and starting guy was Rafael Ruggio Lopes, you know that probably concerns some people. Although I think he's a, he's going to be very good. He's an excellent slot possession guy. You know, he's going to make a lot of key uh, catches and move the chains. I, I really think he is. But then now you've got this emergence of these young freshmen. Shockey. Shockey Jock Lewis and uh, uh, Dontavious Butler Jenkins. These guys are running with the first team. And this Shockey, people are talking about him like he is a going to be a dynamic playmaker. Coach cannot stop raving about this kid. Yeah, but and then to add a veteran guy from like Indiana, Mac, yeah. Mac played in the Big Ten, that'd be great. Yeah, and and you know some of these younger guys or some of the guys that have been around a little bit, excuse me, like like French. You know this guy's got tremendous athletic ability. He's dangerous with the ball in his hands. You know he just hasn't learned to play the receiver position good enough. And I guess we'll find out. And I'm hoping that if he can't do it there, they'll find still find some ways to get him the ball. Um, what about him returning? Uh, he's been practicing there okay. he, he has been uh and we're gonna talk about more concerns the offensive line's been a concern i guess i guess people are worried about that but they've been operating with the same offensive starters uh the whole camp as and far as i know and that's one of the biggest thing with offensive linemen is consistency with yeah. the core and working together yeah. so they have a few what two more weeks to get things under their yeah. belt and yeah if they were shuffling guys back and forth I would be concerned, but now, now, granted, we only see, uh, we don't, we only get to see anything. All we get to hear about is, you know, some workout periods uh, at the very beginning of, of the practice. Uh, all the scrimmages are closed. Uh, most of the practices are closed, so we don't know for sure. But if you're operating with the same group up front 
and and their seniors for the most part I think that is huge for for this team as opposed to last year where they were really uh shuffling back and forth a lot yeah I agree uh well I guess we got to talk about here and we'll probably close with this uh talking about uh Kenny Pickett this guy Hasn't thrown an interception. That's all we keep hearing about. Yeah, Hasn't he thrown has, an interception yeah. all of camp. Yeah. Kenny Pickett. And and he seems like he you know, he's taking care of the football. He's got that quarterback hair. He's got the hair. You know, it looks like that this kid just got it. He might he might be the one. You know, and, and, and even the defensive players, they they were asked about, you know, team leadership. A defensive player talking about this guy just has a presence when he's on the football field and, and that is huge you know you know I have a tremendous amount of confidence in him you know not just because of what I saw last year not just because of what I saw how he can looks like he can make all the throws he's got some excellent athletic ability but it looks like this team is really responding to him don't you think yeah I think so too he's really taken on and embraced that leadership role as a sophomore but everyone's following his his work ethic and everything in that regard too. Yeah, and if you have a great quarterback, that can make up for a lot of other shortcomings that you may have. You know, maybe you just have some average receivers. Maybe you just have an average offensive line. But if you got a quarterback that can extend the play or make quick decisions and get the ball to open guys. Or even a quarterback that knows when to throw the ball away. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to standing in there and taking the sack. Yeah. That that's huge. That that really is, and I, and I think you know a lot of people have high expectations for this kid. I, I think he's going to meet them. I, I really do. Um, and we'll certainly be breaking down what our thoughts are on on the whole season, how we think the Panthers are going to do, and some some general college football thoughts across the nation. Uh, do you have any other points you want to touch on uh, with these Panthers before we get out of here? Uh, no, I think the big thing with them is just trying to stay healthy uh, the, the rest of the, the go-around until they face Albany. And yeah. even after that game, too, because then yeah. their schedule yeah. gets real it, tough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to pick up. Uh, there's going to be a lot of battles very early. Uh, this is uh, And I will say, sorry to interrupt, the one thing with the Albany game, we'll get more into that, but I think they're not going to show like anything in that they game. They never do. They, and, they never do. And that's fine because September 8th, uh, we have the game coming yep. up. So if they save it all for that, I'm perfectly yep. fine with yep. that. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm hoping that, you know, that they're they're finally at the level where they're good enough and they could just go out and blast somebody mm-hmm. like this without showing anything. Right. You know, I mean, it's... And Albany's, Albany's not supposed to be very good. It's not like a Youngstown State. Yeah, Youngstown yeah. State's always in the playoffs. Yeah, They're a good yeah, team. Yeah, this Albany team is not supposed to be good at all. Um, if if this team really does have the depth that we think, uh, you know, if if Pickett and these receivers, you know, can, can have the uh, kind of camaraderie that they need to move the ball, if a guy like Quadri Allison really has changed his body and is ready to really uh, run for the races here, then they will go out and, and smash this team despite a, a vanilla game plan. I agree. Okay. I think that's going to do it here for first of our uh, returning special Keystone Connection episodes. Uh, make sure that you've subscribed and get all those extra special episodes uh, 
downloaded to your device whenever they come out as we prepare uh, for our, our regularly scheduled program coming up in the month of September. Uh, and we'll finish here saying by, you know, we're putting the tents away, uh, we're, we're putting our backpacks down, the camp is coming to a close. Thank you. He had high apple pie in the sky. Hope so when you start to feel it low, instead of letting go, just remember that. And whoop, there goes another robber tree. Up there goes another robber tree. Whoop, there goes another robber tree plant. When